Palm Sunday is very well known in our country. It's Palm Sunday that leads on to Monday, Thursday, and then we have Good Friday, and then we have Easter Sunday, and we celebrate and we eat eggs, and it's all very exciting. But Palm Sunday was very exciting in Jesus' time. What happened was this. Everyone who was anyone was gathered in Jerusalem. It was the time of the Passover, an old Jewish festival, and people were gathered with friends and families. They were all going to eat meals, have lots of food, and welcome each other. And then suddenly, there was rumour that someone else was arriving. You see, Jesus had sent two of his friends, his disciples, to a little village to pick up a donkey and her colt and to bring them to him. And then they laid a cloak on the donkey's back and Jesus sat on the donkey and set off for Jerusalem. And rumour started to go about people. They said, there is someone riding on a donkey right up to Jerusalem to enter in. And so crowds began to gather. All these people who had gathered for the Passover to eat this wonderful meal together started gathering along the streets and they cut down branches of palm trees and they took their cloaks off and they laid them on the ground before Jesus who was on a little donkey and as we said they welcomed him they worshipped him they said Hosanna as we sang there welcome in the name of the Lord and Jesus rode in some of the disciples were a bit unsure about this and some of the Pharisees well they didn't like it at all And they said, tell these people to shut up and stop singing and worshipping and praising. And do you know what Jesus said? He said, if everyone were to be quiet today, even the stones on the ground would shout out and worship and praise because it is such a wonderful occasion. This was the welcome that Jesus got when he rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Of course, we call it Palm Sunday because of the palm leaves that were cut down and laid on the ground. But that's what happened. That's what it's all about. Now, I've got a quick quiz this morning because, you know, when we have our family services, you know, I like to do my quizzes. Yeah? Excited? Excited? Even more excited than that? This is a good one. And I think, you know, even you might be able to answer all the questions. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit dodgy. And sometimes, I have to admit, I even get the facts wrong. But not today. No. This quiz is all about signs. Okay, signs you might see in the street, like that one, for instance. Or signs, things that happen that show us something is going to happen. Now, all I want you to do is tell me what these signs mean. It's perfectly simple. This is sign number one. If you were to see this sign, what would it mean? Crossing? Yes. Who's crossing? Who will be crossing? Yes. Children Children crossing, if you see these signs. Children are crossing. Could we have like a round of applause or a little bit of enthusiasm? Spontaneous would be good. Okay, next sign. Oh, what might this mean? You can shout out. It's Wimbledon. It's Wimbledon, yes. Rain 
raining. Okay, wonderful, raining. So you're getting the idea. These are signs. Next one, okay. What sign is this? Yes. Fair trade, wonderful. Yes, and spontaneous applause. This is getting better. Do you see? Okay, what's the next one? Oh, what might this mean? Oh, yes. Your birthday, a party. <laughs> Wonderful. Next one. Oh, what's this? What's this? Yes. Transformers. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Okay. Next sign. Oh, what might that sign mean? Any, what? Yes, Sean. Wear ear defenders. Wear ear defenders. Yeah, you know, otherwise your ears will be hurt. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Next one. What might this mean? Oh, any? Yes. Rain. Although I heard on the yeah, that, there was no clapping there. Okay. Although I heard on the radio that actually it doesn't mean that at all. It's just like cows lie down a lot. So it means that cows are lying down. But we've always thought it means rain. So let's go with that. Next one. Oh, now this is an odd one. What does this mean? Yeah. Yes. The motorbike can't go that way because the car's going that way. It could mean that. Any other ideas? I don't... Yes? No motor vehicles. That makes it sound a bit dull, doesn't it? But it is what it means, yes. You don't get a round of applause, I'm afraid. That's it. Okay, next one. Oh, what does this mean? We've had some... Let's. Yes. Autumn is coming, yes, that's what it means. The leaves off the trees could mean it's windy, yes. Next one. Oh, what does this mean? Oh, a bit of singing booing, yes. Football, someone's, someone's scored. They're in red, could mean anything. Let's carry on, okay. Oh, this is a good one. I like this one, yes. Slippy road, skidding, yes. That one next. Oh, yes, good. What might this mean? Anyone who hasn't answered any? Oh, yes. A what? A truck? A fire engine? Is that what you meant? Yes. It means, well, it could mean there's a fire. Something's happening. Next one. Oh, what does that mean? It's a lighthouse. Sorry. Beware of rocks. Yes. Okay, next one. Oh, yes. Spring. We all love a bit of spring. And then it snows. Okay, next one. Oh, now, this is interesting. Confusion over this at times, I feel. Yes. It, it is a traffic sign. Do you know what the red amber together means? Yes? Oh! You do have it when there's roadworks. Very good. Any. Any. I saw Rob had. Yeah, I, I was going to say on the A14, it apparently means beware of does it interesting what would we what would we normally think yes get ready red and amber will go to green so get ready amber on its own 
going to red. People looking confused. That's a bit worrying, isn't it? Okay. Next. What's that? The last. Oh. What does this mean? Yes. Easter could also mean that it's the first of January. Who knows? Could be any time. Easter egg shopping. It's very exciting. There are lots of signs, signs around us, signs that we have been taught, if we've learnt our highway code, but also signs that we know just because they're all around us. The leaves coming off the trees, the leaves turning a different colour, it's autumn, things are changing, the daffodils come up, it's spring. We know this because these are signs that we look out for, for these changes that are about to happen. There are also signs in the Bible Signs that things were going to happen all the way through the Bible. There were signs that someone was coming from God. A lot of these signs happened at Christmas and we read about them. There's prophecies. These were what the signs were called. They say things like, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. We hear that at Christmas. That was a sign that God was coming, that Jesus would be born. But there was also a greater sign that all the the people in Israel waited for. It was the sign that a king was coming. And they thought he was going to defeat their enemies, trample on all those they didn't like, and lift them up victorious. The sign was this. Hopefully we have a picture of it. It's coming. John's doing this. There we go. It was the sign of someone riding on a donkey. All through the Bible, there have been signs. And there was one that the prophet Zechariah said. And it was this. Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious. Yet he is humble, riding on a donkey. The people of Israel were waiting for this sign. So when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, it was like us seeing daffodils. They went, it's the king. The king is coming without a doubt. And so they shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes In the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest heaven. The welcome into Jerusalem was wonderful. There were cloaks, there were palm branches, there was singing, there was dancing, there was excitement, there was anticipation, there was nervousness. Because the king had come, the king of Israel. There was an expectation that then Jesus would go up to the Romans... Those people who've been treating everyone so badly and get rid of them and take his place as king. But instead of doing this, the very next day, after riding in triumphant, Jesus went to the temple where the Jews worshipped and he threw over the tables. And all those selling things just outside the temple. And he says, this is not how the temple of God should be treated. This is a house of prayer. It needs to change. And the Jewish people were horrified. And then Jesus went and taught people. He told parables and stories. 
And they weren't parables about the Romans being defeated. They were parables about the Jews changing their ways and God welcoming everyone. And the Jewish people were horrified. In fact, Jesus didn't say anything against the Romans, really. In fact, he told the Jews they should pay their taxes and do what they should do to please the Romans. Well, this was not acceptable. And so these crowds who had welcomed Jesus and danced and sung and were excited throughout the week that's coming up became restless. And then they became angry. And then they became very, very, very upset and disappointed. They wanted Jesus to go. He wasn't the king they expected. He wasn't doing what they wanted. And so these crowds, the crowds that had welcomed him one week ago on Good Friday, turned around and asked for him to be killed. Asked the Romans, who they hated, to kill the king they had welcomed. You know, I often wonder if we had been the crowd, whether we would have done the same. If we had welcomed someone and expected them to do something and they hadn't, whether we would have joined in asking for them to be got rid of. Crowds can be very powerful things and often we follow them when maybe we shouldn't. You know, I think it's very easy to welcome and to worship when everyone else is, or when life is going well, when things are good, when all is well in the world. It can be easy to join in with the worship that we might do each week, with the worship that people say we should do. But it becomes a lot harder to worship when life takes a turn that we don't expect, or when God doesn't do what we really want him to do, or when everyone else decides they don't want to worship but they want to do something else. It can be difficult then to continue to worship because it's very easy to follow the crowd. Even if we think that we're an individual and we actually do what we want, most of the time we end up following what most people are doing. It's hard to stand out and say, I'm going to worship. Even when my life has taken a turn I don't like. I'm going to worship even though no one else is. I'm going to worship even though I feel God has not answered my prayers. I'm still going to worship because this is the true king. And I think Palm Sunday today gives us an opportunity to once again say to God, I'm going to worship you Whatever is going on in my life, I'm going to worship you, whatever people around me say. I'm going to worship you with my life, wherever that might lead. It's a good opportunity to commit to worshipping God in the good times and in the bad times. Hopefully you've all got your hearts still. Have you got your hearts? People are looking for them. I knew I'd put it somewhere. Where'd it go? Hopefully you've got your heart. During our next song, uh, there's an invitation for you. On here, we have our palm crosses, because it's Palm Sunday. Crosses made out of dried palm leaves. 
And I'd like to invite you during this next song, if you would like, to bring your heart and to place it in this basket here at the front. And in exchange for your heart to pick up a cross, saying to God, yes, I offer you my heart, but I'm also willing to walk the way of the cross, a life that's not always easy, to worship you when my friends don't and my family don't, to worship you when I'm finding the day difficult, to worship you when things don't go as I expect. You don't have to do this. But if you'd like to, you can bring your heart and place it in the basket and pick up a cross as a sign that you want to worship Jesus with your life. If you can't walk up here very easily, then ask someone else to bring your heart and to pick up a cross for you. That's fine. I don't know about you, but I find it extremely... You can be seated if you wish. I find it extremely difficult to do what I've just said. I find it extremely difficult to worship God when things don't go so well. I find it extremely difficult to always look to God when life turns a little bit nasty. And I'm very easily put off by a curveball that comes my way. So I stand here and I say all these things, but actually it is so very hard to do them. But you know, it is so very good to do them. It's so very good to worship God when things are going well and then when we have something that upsets us and distresses us, it's also really good to still continue to thank God and to ask him to continue to fill our lives. I'm going to try my best to do that. I hope that you will too. We're going to sing our final song together because we're called to worship God in good and bad times. So we're going to sing, Blessed Be Your Name. When the sun's shining down on me, but also when life is not as it should be. We're going to take up our offering as well during this song.